afternoon, and welcome to another episode of Writing as a Pastor. I'm your host, Eldor Orlando Arcady. Uh, I want to thank you for your interest and for stopping by, and it is a beautiful day. Uh, it is a wonderful drive. I shouldn't say it's wide open. It definitely isn't. Um, I'm in traffic, and we are going to take this time to uh, talk with you today about the Lord a little bit. Um, we're going to talk about uh, a couple of subjects, or maybe just one big subject. Um, well, we'll start. We'll see where we end up. How about that? I don't want to be random, um, but we're going to begin trying to talk about uh, lifting one another up. And in this episode of lifting up, uh, elevating our understanding of our reality. And a lot of times along that line, it's difficult to see how good we really are, how beneficial we actually are to um, others. And we lose track of our connection and we begin to belittle our presence uh, amongst other people. We do this to ourselves better than anyone else can do to us. We can tear ourselves down before we'll ever tear anyone else down. Uh, most oftentimes, people that have uh, gone through the process of trying to be a bully or hurt someone else, they've already destroyed themselves over and over. So they've numbed themselves to the pain that they feel and the pain that they cause. And so today we're going to look at uh, trying to stifle that activity. It's important to understand just how beneficial you are in this world. Even if your current circumstance doesn't always highlight those that your your presence and your benefit to the, your environment, you must always recognize that you matter in this world to someone either now or later, and you cannot deprive them of your presence, either now or later. You shouldn't deprive anyone of what you are and what you can be, nor should you forget what you were to other people. They should all eliminate you. I was a big blues guy, and I used to like blues a lot, I used to blues all the time. And I remember one night I went out with a girl, uh, one of my sister's friends, the date, and uh, I had this blues playing. You know, I was driving, blues playing. She said, "Why do you like blues?" Yo, this, in this age, it was all hip hop or R and B, uh, and if you had a girl, it was nice uh, neo soul. And I loved all of it, but I just felt, I was, you know, you sometimes you get the blues moment, right? But for me, blues. Was uh, she asked me, why do you like blues? And I said, she said, the blues always makes you down. It's just, it's just down. It's just 
about all the problems and issues that you go, you're going through while you listen to that. I said, the blues helps me remember where I was, appreciate where I am, and to ensure that my future is better than where it was. And it's going to be better than where, where I'm at now. So I never go back to where I used to be. And I can never go back to where I'm laughing about what I did. Or I'm humbling myself from the mistakes I made. And I try to always be better, but I recognize the fallibility that I have. I'm not perfect. I'm not going to be perfect. No one's perfect. But we can make mistakes and still be great influence to someone. We're in a situation, we're in a lot of culture that we're moving into where perfection is paramount. And if you're not perfect, you're useless. We're getting to that point. We have people who are constantly ringly, step right up, win a prize, come on in, come on in. Everybody's a winner, 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 chicken dinner, you know? And so we have people who are cheering on and lifting up and, you know, telling everyone, you can do this, you can do this, you know, as if everyone's in a gym class or in a a body aerobics class trying to get motivated to perform uh, uh, aerobics, you know, that, that works if you have a specific goal in mind for a tangible resource, a tangible reason, a tangible, but when it's your heart and your mind, you need something more. You need something deep inside. You need something that is going to develop, and you need a reason to develop it. A child gives us a lot of reasons. Example, example. A child gives us a reason to get up in the morning, go to work, do the work we don't want to do. You have to do find something within yourself that's going to motivate you to do the work you don't want to do at times. And, and that's tough. Because we're in a situation, we're in a service, we're in a place, we're in a in a, in a in a in a culture that says you shouldn't do anything you don't want to do, and that kind of view has a cost. It has a repercussion when you don't do what you don't want to do all the time. You'll never finish what you need to do. Because most of the time, what we need to do isn't what we want to do. 
and eventually maturity and life will make you do the things you need to do whether you want to do them or not. You won't have a choice. You will have to. Based upon, I've seen a lot of people that, you know how, uh, give me an example, another example. You know how you, everyone in high school, you graft high hopes to people who are very popular in high school. Everyone grafts high hopes to someone's name and someone's presence and someone's face, depending upon how handsome they are, how beautiful they are how tall they are, how strong they are, how heavy they are, how skinny they are. All of these factors that you do in high school, uh, you apply these different things and ideas about how they're going to be. Oh, he's going to be successful. Look how pretty she is. Oh, he's going to be successful. Look how handsome he is. And it turns out, sometimes it works out. They're, 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 They're comfortable. They're happy, you know, and sometimes they're miserable, and sometimes they're drug addicts and alcoholics, and sometimes uh, they 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 they're different people because they grow up under different circumstances, different conditions that you didn't know what was going on in their lives and in the future. <clears throat> but because you grafted those ideals, when you see them later on in life, sometimes it's shocking say, wow, I saw you as, you know, you were a class president. You were a great, upstanding person. You had, you had everything before you. What are you doing drinking and, and on the street and homeless? Your parents, you lived high up on the hill. What happened to you? You didn't know you had PTSD or bipolar. You know, you didn't know any of that stuff. But what you grafted onto them is what you viewed he should be. He may have taken, or they may have taken what you presented to them as something that that's what they were supposed to be. But reality kicked in, and they had to deal with the situations on the ground as they unfolded to the best of their ability. Maybe he didn't feel like going to college. Maybe he didn't think he was stable enough to go to college. Maybe he didn't make it when he got to college. But he was great in high school, but not so in college. You know, certain things. Or maybe you didn't desire to go to college. You know, these things add on to the stresses of life to, to assist us in becoming mature adults and mature people to make better decisions and to make uh, 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 mature decisions that are necessary for us to grow and be better humans and be better connected. Some people you didn't think were going to be anywhere remote of any end up being very, very well off. You know, you never thought that that would happen. So what's the point? We have to look at and deal with situations that life gives us and make the best decisions that we have in our youth for the decision and not not be unapologetic but be very remind be very aware 
that our situations are not unique enough to cause us to fall. They're not disturbing enough to keep us from our goals. And they're not high enough that we can't get to a point and say, you know what, I'm good. I'm happy. I'm glad about what I'm able to do. While we're while we're growing, while we're reaching, when you make an accomplishment and you obtain what you've reached for, be glad in that accomplishment. And then reach again with the other hand. All the while remembering you have a life to live while you're reaching and climbing. And while you're climbing and reaching, things are tough. Don't stop reaching. Things get hard. Situations get tough. Don't stop looking for help to help you reach. You know, sometimes you can climb a mountain with your bare hands. And sometimes you need gloves. You need shoes. Some people can climb with bare feet, you know, go to rock climbing. And some people can climb those walls and that rock climbing room with their bare feet and just like spiders. (laughs) You know, they just climb all the way up on the walls, right? All over the place. And then when their feet start to hurt, they'll put their shoes on. And they continue to climb. Sometimes life hurts, but when it does, you adjust, and you get aid, you get help, and you keep moving. It's your life. The glove doesn't make you. You're inside the glove making it. The shoe doesn't make you. Your foot is in the shoe moving it. The clothes don't make you. You're inside the clothes making them. You ever see a really, really, really nice suit on the wrong size person? It don't look good. But it's still a good suit. But it don't look good on that person. Get the suit that fits to make you look good for you. But you have to remember it's all about you first and then reach out to others with you when we begin to look at ourselves as a opportunity for both ourselves and others we'll begin to see ourselves better than where we were. And we'll begin to appreciate who we are greater than where we were, than where we had. When I was growing up, uh, and I realized something, I was told this when I was younger, but whenever you're going through things, you can't see beyond your own face, right? And when you're going through things as a youngster, things hurt, and you hurt yourself, 
and things are even more so because you don't know how to deal with it. So you just beat yourself up over and over and over to the point where you don't like you. And you can't stand you. And so you see why other people can't stand you. So why are you even existing? Why would your mom like you? And if your family has a problem with you and you don't like yourself and nobody else likes you, what are you doing here? You know, stop. I'm going to ask you to stop. Look up and look at the sky. And I'm going to ask you to watch how the sky changes from day to night and then back to day again. Look at the every moment you get another chance to rewrite your life. Every moment, not every day. Every moment in the day. You get a new chance to rewrite your life. The only thing that stops you from being who you were is your memory. Your willingness to keep the memory and to keep the old stuff in front of you as your future. That's why I like the blues. I'll never go back to the old stuff that I went through. I remember them, but they'll never be behind me. They'll never be in front of me. They'll always be behind me. And as long as they stay behind me, I've got a better future. As long as they remain in my rearview mirror, I've got clear sailing ahead of me. That doesn't mean I I forgot where I was. But where I was isn't where I'm going to be. And while you're in high school or you're in college and you're growing up and you're dealing with stressors at work and you're dealing with stressors in your life and you've got children that don't seem to pay attention and yeah, they're ruling and you've got children with family problems, you've got issues with uh, uh, mental wellness issues and, and family children that are, that are tough to raise, remember, those moments of hardships will all be in the rearview mirror once you get done with them. I've always, I've not, I've not always been proud of the decisions I've made, you know? No one is. No one makes absolute 100% golden, the correct decision every time, every moment of their life. No one does. Everyone's made decisions you regret. You're not unique. And it's not finite. You're always going to make Don't let the mistakes define you. Let the mistakes build you. Because mistakes are growing. Heck, how do you know how to put a... You you don't grow unless you go through something difficult. You don't grow unless you have some impedance in front of you. Something that hits you, you know, it's like, boop, 
Now, some people say, like, oh, I grew, and I never had a hard time. I never had a hard my day. Had had a hard day in my life. That's not true. Even spoiled kids, contrary to what we see on TV, you gotta remember, what you see on TV is what you see on TV. And I got into this when I was a kid, too, with you when you're growing up. You begin to see people like the Kardashians, and you see people who are in these reality shows, they're rich and super rich, Real Housewives of Atlanta and all this stuff, and they've got money coming out of the yin-yang. They weren't always rich, but they grew up rich, and now they're happy and wealthy and well-to-do. Don't get caught up in the hype. The reality is tough. Maintaining is tough. Those situations don't last always. And they're hard to keep. Everything, every time you turn around, there's something trying to extract from you. Whether you're rich or poor, it's always something trying to extract from you. So I want to encourage you to stay focused. Continue to elevate yourself beyond the things that you have done. Look to the things you're going to do. Reach for the things you're going to accomplish. Everyone tells you that. Everyone says, oh, you're going to be better. Keep moving forward. And this is just basic um, um, the hum drum drum along. But realities are, it's tough. It's tough to reach. And you don't feel like reaching all the time. That's fine. Even when you don't feel like reaching, you're growing. Even when you don't think you're moving forward, you're growing. You'll never not grow. You'll never not be better than who you were. Because every moment, we get a new moment, new day, a new new world. And in that new world, we're better than who we were. In that new world, we're better than who we were. And in every new world moment, you're better than who you were before. Okay? Now, let's say you've done something horrible to someone else. And you don't feel great. You're you're despicable. You're hurting yourself. You're you you know you did something out of character. You know you did something wrong. You know it in the core of you and you can't stand what you've done. And you can't stand the way that you felt when you did it. New moment. Make the world better. New opportunity. Make your life better. And don't let that thing that came back, that was was done in the past, hinder you from being better in the future. Put it in the blues music. 
Put it in the blues. Put it in the blues. Keep it in the blues. And don't you ever go back and pick it back up. Except to use it to motivate you forward. I love the blues. I used it many a day to motivate my forward progression, to keep me focused on the bigger picture, to let me know I can make it. I can go through some pain. I can make some bad decisions, deal with some horrible consequences, and come out who I am and make it through those consequences. There are many times I wanted to uh, deal with, uh, you know, as as a young African-American male, this is one of the things that we don't talk about much as young African-American males. It's one of the reasons why um, fathers are important in young African males' lives. Because fathers give us a guide on to continue forward so that we don't fall into that hopelessness that is prone in African-American males in this country. Because you don't see yourself ever being able to make it into something like everybody else can. And when you have these same pressures and, and challenges and challengers that seem like they have a, head, a better better start at it, a better hand at it, even though you know you're just as good, it, it's tougher for you to see things achievable, attainable. Don't ever stop reaching for them. Don't ever stop reaching for them. If you're whatever you are, even if you're poor uh, and, and white, you're poor and black, you're poor and Hispanic, you're rich and Hispanic, you're rich and white, and you're rich and black, no matter what your situation is, keep reaching to do better than who you were. And being better doesn't mean being richer, it doesn't mean being more well-known, you know, to get off the Kanye West thing. If you think Kanye West is the epitome of what it looks like to have made it, you're too commercialized to see the reality of what you are in this world. Get off of the commercialization and get to the reality. Yet, these, these people have many, many, many different problems that you don't want. You don't want their problems. You have more than enough time to deal with your own problems than to try and grab somebody else's trying to be where they are at. And if you think you can do it differently, when you get there, you can. That's why there are a few people up there. All you need to do, and I'm not trying to tell somebody to be happy being poor. <laughs> poor. Shoot. That's a crazy one. Be happy being poor. Shoot. Who's happy not being able to pay a bill? 
a stressful time it is. Who's happy with a huge bill hanging over your head that you can pay that it looks like he's going to be paying for like almost 18, 20 years? Steady. Unless you just forget about it and just chuck it up to the seven-year man. I'm talking about bankruptcy. <laughs> you know, those types of things. No, be better. And when you make certain decisions, you got to deal with the repercussions and the consequences of them. Recognize they aren't going to last forever. They're not going to last forever. So, I'm going to end this so early. I'm going to end this now. This is a nice little drive. I'm still on the freeway, by the way, as it's a Friday. And Friday traffic in California freeways, you're definitely there for about an hour and a half or so. And I don't think I'm going to talk for about an hour and a half. So I'm going to say adios, muchachos. I'm going to say goodbye, uh, shalom. And I'm going to see you next time. All right. You all take care. Goodbye. Goodbye.